Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hi and welcome back to the Radical Broccoli podcast. We are today talking to you from two different countries and even two different continents, which is totally new for us. A bit sad, um, but also very joyful and huge transition for us. Uh, Annette is in Costa Rica, I'm in Portugal, and we together have our company Radical Broccoli, where we create around sustainability and wellness and feeling good and basically like we want to inspire you to live your best life that's our goal and we have this podcast if you're new where we talk about topics we feel are important for all of those things and um, we just absolutely love connecting with you and um, yeah that's us this is me Suzanne Annette how are you I'm good, thank you. Uh, it's morning in Costa Rica, so it's around nine o'clock with this recording. And with still being a bit jet lagged, I usually wake up around five, six. Wow. Which I love. Yeah. <laughs> and today I didn't go surfing in the morning because I was actually feeling really uh, achy in my body. So I had to listen to that. So mm-hmm. I've been. Um, and also maybe because we went out in the into the ocean twice yesterday. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been just for a walk on the beach. And I have my dog with me here. And she's already turning into Costa Rican dog. She doesn't walk with a leash anymore. <laughs> wow. And she's, uh, yeah, slowly but surely adjusting. Um, there's so many new sounds and birds and monkeys and everything. Yeah. Um, what time is the sunrise? It rises around 5.30. That's early. Yeah. And it set, sets already uh, five five thirty or 6. So it's quite early. Oh. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I fall asleep at 9. <laughs> yeah. But that's a nice um, rhythm, I would say. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm still, I mean, it feels like I've been here for three weeks, but it's only been two, <laughs> two or three days. Yeah. And for those um, who haven't listened to our last, um, latest episodes, sh- could you share what, what has happened, basically? <laughs> what, why yes. are you there? Why am I here? People ask me that all the time. <laughs> so why are you basically? There? Why the hell are you here? Um, <laughs> I I um, visited Costa Rica for the first time in 2017. And ever since, I've just been pulled back. Meaning, it's a feeling I get like I just have to be here. And I've always wanted to stay here longer. It's almost like, I don't even know how to describe it, but whenever I'm here, I just feel like I want to just it's like my heart is in the right place yeah um i I literally don't know how to describe it it's it just feels right yeah that's enough 
<laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. I would say that that is important to acknowledge that that's enough of a reason to do anything. It just yeah. feels good, and I want to do it. Yeah. Period. Mm. And I've stopped myself from doing it for a long time because of, uh, well, the pandemic was one. <laughs> but also, you know, life and it's far and you make up a gazillion reasons not to really follow your heart. <laughs> what were and your fears? And what held you back? I think one of the fears was that was our business. And how we could manage it from two different places. And then, of course, like traveling alone to the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, But you're not alone, are you? No, I'm not alone. That sounded very cryptical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> um, and yeah, now it, it was just perfect timing right now, to be honest. Yeah, it was. Mm. And we sort of are in a place where it's so good for us to grow individually. Yeah. And I mean, we could space. do that in the same country, but... It's not <laughs> the same. We needed the space. Yeah. Which Basically. sounds weird to many, but it was like, we're so intertwined and so connected that if we are close to each other, we will keep that bond, sort of. Yeah. And I don't think we'll ever lose it, but now we're sort of making it even more healthy and mature. And yeah. it's such a good way for us to grow and like do things that are outside our comfort zones. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and contrary to what you were afraid of, it is affecting our business already quite positively because mm. we are standing now individually in our own power, in our own space, our own creations. We're taking more responsibility We are acting more mature, basically. And um, it's funny how you can be afraid of something and then it turns out to be the complete opposite. Yeah, because actually following your heart and doing what feels good, it's the thing that makes you more abundant and more creative and more like yourself. Yeah, And it's so weird how we hold ourselves so much back from that exact thing that will line us up for success yeah i think we're <laughs> afraid of authenticity because first of all we don't see many people living authentically so we don't really know what it means what does it mean for me it means to live exactly how you feel like and what you kind of create from inside of you and pour out into the world without caring about what anyone thinks or letting anyone or anyone's opinions or <laughs> things like that bother you or stop you or change you. That's how I feel it is. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we, I mean, I feel like we, we really strive for authenticity. Mm. Super. And I think we can be even better. I think we're so good at it in the courses we have and in the membership. Yeah. Real, and in the podcast. Hmm. And then there comes other like Instagram, but it's also like how much do you actually want to share all the time all over? You have to have some boundaries and some, um, some uh, yeah, some boundaries. 
Yeah, I feel and then like you have to check yourself. Like, where is it actually just fair? Where is it you're setting a boundary? <laughs> because it's easy to say like, no, I don't feel safe enough to post something authentic, authentic on Instagram. But it could mm. just be that you actually are scared of um, people thinking that it's weird or embarrassing or... And then you just make it up as an excuse. But I also agree yeah. that we can also kind of protect ourselves and choose where we say certain things and how we talk a certain way, where we feel like that's appropriate and where we feel like we're safe to do that and where we feel like it's not necessary. Mm. And this is one of the best uh, talks we have in our course when it comes to vulnerability and courage and how they're so intertwined. Yeah. And that also, you know, authenticity, it's like really being yourself and being yourself. That's vulnerable because when you don't have this protective shield or mask or whatever, people can really see you. Yeah. That's what I think we're afraid of. But in reality, that's like what will make us the most happy. And the most connected mm. to other people. There, because we, when we meet the right people who click with that and understand our language and how we are, yeah. yeah. Wow. The connection is very deep. It's so true. Yeah. I could talk mm. forever about it. <laughs> yeah. Can you but, tell, uh, us, tell us a little bit about how you, what, have, what you've been doing the first days in Costa Rica? Yeah. So like, first of all, a visual and a feel. Okay. Everything. Okay. Well, first of all, it was a very long trip. Um, and I also traveled with my dog, Irona. Yeah. So we we traveled first to Madrid, stayed one night. Then it was a 10-hour flight from Madrid to San Jose. Stayed there one night. And then it was a flight the next morning out to Santa Teresa. And then we were here. So it, it's like... Um, but I actually like that it's so far. Because you stay a long time, then you don't like fly back and forth and all of that. Mm. Um, but the trip went so well. And I just have to say this because... Um, I'm really, really connected to my dog. <laughs> but I noticed instantly her mood is so reflective of mine. So when I'm calm, she's calm. When I'm stressed, when I'm unfocused, when I'm scattered, when I'm like, have a stick of my, mm -hmm, then she gets really tense and barky and all of that. So I'm, I'm just so fascinated of how well the trip went. And... Yeah, I'm proud of myself for keeping so calm. Yeah, that's super good because you were so stressed before leaving. Yeah, there was so much paperwork. <laughs> I think I did paperwork for two weeks or more. Actually, I have to start a month ahead to get all the vaccines <laughs> for her. And oh my God. Yeah, but now it's like I've forgotten it. <laughs> it's like giving birth. You forget the hard work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And then it's just like this huge sense of accomplishment that I have now that I actually fucking did it. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Mm. Conquered your fear. Yes. And for those who are curious and have detailed questions about traveling with a dog, they can follow you at Netarn, Netarn on Instagram <laughs> because I saw you were going to do a Q&A. Yeah, I got a lot of questions. But yeah, so it's uh, we're in Santa Teresa, Teresa. And coincidentally, Kari, who's been on the podcast, is also here. <laughs> and it was just so perfect. So we're staying at this really, really beautiful house. 
and um, it's just such a good match and you know we're so interested in all the same things and it's just been really really nice to have someone here like we're on our individual journey but it really um like i feel like the universe just (laughs) perfectly put us here at the same time oh so good and uh we've been surfing um and uh what have we been doing it's like you're slowly getting into the rhythm of the life here it's so it has its own pulse yeah slower yeah and just like you get up early it's very yeah much slower much more feminine and then when i'm here i can almost it almost is like all the it kind of pulls out all the negativity of me so yesterday and today I've been feeling so bad because I feel like all the things I don't like about myself is coming up Mm. and then it has to release but it happens every time I'm here it's like a cleanse Hmm. yeah let's hope it's a quick one (laughs) oh me too um but yeah it's just so beautiful and it's like I I pinch myself all the time. I can't believe I'm here. And mm. I just feel so lucky that I have a place in the world where I feel so like excited to be. I get excited <laughs> going to the grocery store and yeah. driving ATV and just, I don't know. I feel like I just want to melt into the whole place. Yeah. <laughs> I have such <laughs> weird explanations of things. <laughs> I understand. But I think people might be like, uh what the hell (laughs) no yeah it's like just yesterday we were driving to a restaurant and we we have a huge ATV because we didn't have the small one are you sharing one yeah we're sharing one took up half the road (laughs) and uh, ATV is a four-wheeled little it's not little it's a huge bike kind of with four wheels yeah and uh, all of a sudden, our the guy we've been surfing with comes up with his motorcycle on the side. And while we're driving, he's like, hey, do you want to join us for dinner? And it's like <laughs> things like that just don't happen anywhere else. No. You kind of plan things on the back of an ATV. With a, and then we go to this place where we didn't join him today. Where, but where we went to another place where they have... <laughs> Where you can order like chakra healing while you're eating Mexican food. <laughs> oh wow, it's just so um, it's so fun. Did you order anything? No, he it it was his birthday. The guy who does the chakra healing. Ah, so he wasn't there. So we're going back because it, it sounds really nice. And, and are the people want- that we used to hang out with still there? Yeah, I feel I've seen some um, known faces. Yeah, and there's Adi, who we've talked about so much. She has Taya retreats, so I'm gonna visit her soon. Yeah, and you haven't met yet. No, um, I've only been there two days. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, you can. No, you've been four days almost soon. No, not here. It's my th- ah. my third morning now. So you arrived Friday? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I arrived here Saturday. Yeah, okay. And um, yeah, I don't know what more to say. It's just like 
a real dream come true. And I'm mm. like trying to really enjoy the moment, but I also can't wait to time passes and I'm a little bit more <laughs> into the vibe, but I'm trying to really stay present uh, at the same time. Yeah, not plan too much. Yeah. It's so uh, tricky, that part of the brain. Yeah. It wants to plan, 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 plan. And then you're like, no, I'm fine. I'm here. <laughs> it's all good. And then I guess it's quite conversational too, to be planning and talking about what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Very natural. It's the brain. It wants to look for problems all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how have you been? I have been a mix of happy and very sad for you leaving. Yeah. Um, as all of the podcast listeners know, I'm very, <laughs> I don't want to call it emotional, but I'm, uh, I'm connected right. to my emotions, maybe. I feel like emotional has gotten a little bit of a negative thing to it. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, I... Um, it's kind of like that breakup feeling a little bit, <laughs> like a heartbreak. Yeah. And it's strange because someone messaged me. I've gotten so many nice messages. People are so oh. kind. You listeners are so kind. People on Instagram um, seeing seeing it. And I think everyone understands the feeling. Everyone has yeah. a sibling or a family member living in another place. And someone said to me that it's hardest for those who stay Mm. because you're in the same environment Mm. for example the first day when I woke up my routine would be to open my door and there Rania would stand outside my door with Noah waiting for me to take them out or I would see you and you we would have like our whole routine and everything super imprinted in my brain and my daily life and then that changes it's very strange at first but I've slowly been adapting and it gives me a lot of joy to know that you're so happy and mm. I'm, I love Portugal. So I'm, I'm really happy here and it's absolutely a magical place as well. Beautiful weather, beautiful food, lots of surfing. Um, and um, I'm the same, like trying not to plan too much but have kind of a structure, enjoying the moment. And I'm getting to know a lot of new people. It's been very social lately, which is nice. Um, and I'm kind of forced to because I'm on my own. So <laughs> yeah, I have to go out there and put myself out there, which is a bit scary, but very healthy for me, I think. So healthy. And I also feel like work-wise, we're both taking so much more um, responsibility in our own areas yeah instead of like leaning on each other which we usually do and also yeah. in social settings it's like it's so easy for us to just we're so comfortable when we're the two of us we I can know do anything. Oh. <laughs> and I was like oh my god <laughs> you have caught it yeah yeah um but still yeah, I felt that this weekend I was um, in Erisaira and there was like a big surfing competition and lots of events around that, like a festival kind of thing. It was quite huge. I was really oh, surprised wow. to see how many people actually live in Erisaira. <laughs> it's become uh, very popular now. And um, yeah, it's so strange to be at something like that without you. 
Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm like, how do I even small talk and <laughs> do that kind of things? <laughs> and sometimes I'm super good at it, and other times I just I don't have don't any. Want to. I want to, but I just I feel blocked, kind of. I feel like I don't know yeah. what to say or what to ask people. I'm just standing there, <laughs> just like, yes, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I that's okay. You're, you're doing great. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I woke up some mornings feeling like um, something terrible had happened. Like my brain was searching for that. It almost felt like someone had died. Yeah. And then I mean, it is a mean. It is in a way a mini death of um, an era. Yeah, it's it's like um, the period where we live together in Portugal, and this summer and these past six months is over, and it's not coming back. Yeah, that hurts a little bit. Also, to look at the photos and all the things that we've been doing. Mm. Um, <laughs> you can get sad just talking about it. But, <laughs> I know that it's for the best. Yeah. And we're going to see each other again. It's not like... I know. We're never going to see each other again. No, but we might live in different countries, which um, is going to be different. But now we're getting the experience of it quite from a distance. And maybe you live Mm. closer. Who knows? Maybe you live live in Portugal. And I don't even know. Um, Yeah. We will see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to really feel that home will be different places and I'll have seasons where I just feel like I have to be here and maybe yeah. other seasons where I'll be in Portugal, Spain, whatever. It's yeah. like I'm really starting to have so much freedom around the concept of home. Um, it's really, really amazing that we don't have to choose. <laughs> yeah, We can have this flow of life and have the places that we love and really listen and tune in to where we need to be. Mm. Yeah, I love that. That's uh, how I want to live too. Yeah. Mm. So uh, one topic that has come up so much lately and yesterday we had in the membership Andrew Rowe, who has also been on the podcast and we talked about limiting beliefs and especially on money. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like abundance and money and all of this have come up so much lately. Everywhere so much. people are talking about it. Yeah, it's And wild. so really wanted to talk about it today on the podcast because we really go for our dreams. Like we do the things. Yeah. <laughs> we but jump. It does, we jump. But it does not mean we don't get have fear. It mm. does not mean we don't have limiting beliefs. <laughs> we still... But we choose to take responsibility and work through them, even though they suck sometimes. Yeah. But I feel like um, (laughs) I've gotten some comments where it's like, yeah, it's easy for you to do it. It's easy for you to. (laughs) Mm. Um, But it's like, I feel like it's the same. I still have the same. I'm just working through them. And especially when it comes to money and abundance, it's like this constant learning. What? Does it actually mean mm. what? It, how, what is abundance really, and how can we learn to um, trust it more and come from like this really good place? Yeah. Wow, such a massive topic, and I have so much to say. And I've had some experience the past days on this topic 
which has taken me on the whole loop, you know, all the way up, all the way down, around and around and around. Mm. But the first thing I want to say is that how we view money and abundance now in 2021 and our generation has changed so much from our parents' generation and from those before and those before and those before, which is why we have some struggles and some challenging conversations and opinions and clashing views with people who are older than us because the world has massively changed and our i mean our consciousness as humans is always expanding and growing so for every generation we will be kind of like more connected to energy or source or whatever you want to call it universe so this can be challenging because we have grown up with our families and our parents having a specific view on money and limiting beliefs and stuff that they have picked up from their parents and from their parents again. And the older it goes back, the stronger are the beliefs and a lot of, of course, a lot of lack mentality because our um, ancestors have lived through wars and times of massive poverty and lack and despair and they have lived through very different times than us. And we just have to be aware that we learn from them, but we can choose to see it differently. And it's absolutely possible. And both of us have worked through a lot of that stuff. Doesn't mean that it doesn't still pop up. And for example, only yesterday, my dad called me and was talking a lot about money and how he saw that like he he's never been like an entrepreneur like us. and probably just wants to help us and to, for us to be really secure. So he was talking about pensions and how we should do this and that and tax and how we should be really into the social security system in Norway. <laughs> and it just made me super worried. And during the conversation, I just told him, uh, dad, sorry, but I don't want to hear all these worries. I, I choose to see it differently. And he was like, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> And then I felt so bad for stopping him in, in giving me his parental advice because I know that he means well, but I also know that I see it differently and I know that I'm going to be fine whether I have a pension or not. And I know that I'm, I live in Portugal. I don't need the social security system in Norway. Like we see it very differently. It's like seeing the world. He sees it in squares and I see it in circles or butterflies or whatever. <laughs> And it doesn't mean that one is right and one is wrong, but from everything I learned, I choose to trust my view and my feeling around money. And that is also really scary because, yeah, the, the parent's advice is so strong within us. It's because they raised us and what they said actually made us safe and made us not die and like actually survive mm. if that makes sense um so yeah i've been in a little bit of a <laughs> i usually feel really really abundant and i have a good flow with money now that things are gonna change i'm gonna get my own apartment and i'm also gonna buy a car mm. of course i'm challenged in these areas because i'm gonna spend a lot of money so things are popping up like um, that I shouldn't get a car. It's irresponsible. It's not an investment. Na, 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 na. 
but I know that it's the right thing for me to do because <laughs> if I envision how my dream life is or how I want to live and how I want to be, that is part of that package. It's part of, let's say, me living authentically and individually and in my power and in my strength. Mm. Those things are part of that plan. So it's aligned for me. Alignment, which is something we talk lots about in our courses and our portal and everything. Because spending money in alignment is so different from spending it outside of alignment. And that's when we can go into these downward spirals and crash and like mess up everything. But if what, actually, is, what is a typical example of like spending it quote unquote wrong? Uh, if you spend it with um, in desperation or in lack or um to impress someone or to make someone see you in a certain way or do you understand what i mean yeah like if my yes. intention with getting a car didn't have anything to do with me and my individuality and my power and my freedom but mm. only because i wanted to impress someone around me yeah i would say <laughs> that would be a little bit out of my alignment i can't envision you like wanting to impress someone with a car <laughs> I've changed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. That that didn't take long. <laughs> nah. Who are you now? You're not a radical broccoli anymore. No, I still am. I really want an <laughs> electric car, but they don't have chargers here. Yeah. Yet. It really sucks. But yeah, in the future I'll get that. But um. So basically, right now you have to stretch. It's like we've talked so much about this with uh, Kadi, but it's. It's like we have the knowing consciously, but we have to sort of stretch our nervous system and our body to also believe it. Yeah. So basically right now, it's like you're learning a new skill almost. You're learning a new um, wave, a new way of doing things. And that is uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable to start something new and it is uncomfortable to train. You get sore, you get achy, but then you get the muscles. It's the same Yeah, it's absolutely the same. And it is a leap because I have to believe it before I see the proof and the mm. results that it is the right thing. Like, usually we want to feel so safe and secure and we want to like check with everyone around us and really, really know that something is right before we do it. Or we go within and we really feel that feeling of like, oh, yes, that is right for me. I know it. Even though it's mm. fucking scary, I'm going to do yeah. it. And I have to believe it before I see it. Mm, that is trust on the next level. That is trust on the next level. And that is the same thing as acting as if. And what I mean by that is acting as if you are as abundant as you want to be. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying spend recklessly and act, pretend you're a millionaire if you're not. But like <laughs> stretch a little bit and treat yourself Not even monetarily, but like, how would you treat yourself if you were the amazing person you want to be? Yes, I think that's such a good point because it basically comes down to self-worth. Yes. And whenever we, we get back into that lack mindset, I mean, for me, I have noticed that the things that make me feel abundant, it's not really about spending, but it's about, you know, having beauty around me, having, um, 
having sage, having palo santo, having uh, incense, the smells, the scents. Yeah. Um, I love basically everything from our store is like things that really make me feel abundant. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Super quality. Uh, yeah, and just it can also be, you know, going to a cafe and buying like really yummy matcha. I don't drink matcha, but like turmeric latte, for example. Yeah. And small things like that can really take me back into that feeling of abundance. So it doesn't have to be like buy a car, but in order for us to train and we really have to rewire some neural pathways in our brain. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And um, our previous coach and still mentor, Billy, had a really nice... Uh, little talk on abundance on instagram yesterday where she basically basically she reminded me that you can't have abundance if you if you are not abundance yourself you have to be yes you have to be the energy of abundance yeah and i watched that video today <laughs> and it was so nice it reminded me of a lot of things um, about how we can use the power of meditation also and visualization to actually get back into the frequency because it is a frequency like everything like radio you know we humans also emit energy on certain frequency so if we don't match up to the frequency that we want to be in we're not going to get the stuff that's on that frequency but if we do then it's going to flow and um, I also really needed to remind myself business-wise that um even the months that we don't cash in the actual cash or invoices in the amounts that we want, we can still be massively abundant, even just with physical things and gifts that we are sent, that people send us so beautiful things every single month, mm. so much that it's overflowing and we give it away and we donate. And we, and I had to really twist my brain. I was like, why do I... I have, I have absolutely everything in my life that I want. Why am I scared of spending money? I have such an abundant life. I have beautiful friends. I have people around me that I love. I have a place to stay. I am even going to have my own car. I have beautiful clothes of top quality, magical products. I mean, I buy top quality of everything. I buy organic things, organic food. How can I not feel abundant in that? That was really surprising to me and I actually when I because I moved into your old room and I brought all my things upstairs and as I went through all the things that I have wow you felt it yeah and I'm not saying that have a lot of things <laughs> because that's going to make you feel rich but <laughs> I, I overwhelmed myself of a feeling of abundance mm, that's to the abundance of love and joy and amazing experiences that I get to have every single day just waking up in this balcony and seeing yeah. the sunrise that is mm. magical to me yeah yeah and then it's about really watching the beliefs that come up around money and knowing that you know I usually tell myself okay um usually I feel like it's my inner child that's worried yeah and I just have to be like, okay, I'm here. It's 2021. I'm a grown-up. Mm. I can sit with this. I can take your, the responsibility off your shoulders. Yeah. And um, 
really, really try to be there with that part, that shadowish or childlike part that doesn't want to trust or let go of the parental control. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think we have to be really gentle with ourselves too, because it's like a massive, um, it's a massive growth basically with abundance. Yeah, for sure. Especially for us entrepreneurs who are facing the world with our, <laughs> like our faces outwards. We represent ourselves and we earn our own money and we 100% reflect our income. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Another thing that I had to remind myself, which is was like, no, not an offense to my parents at all. I absolutely love them. And I, they also listen to the podcast. But I had to remind myself that if I had done all the things that my parents wanted me to do, I wouldn't mm. be happy. Mm. I know exactly what that path would be. I know what it looks like because I almost went down the path and it made me miserable because it wasn't yeah. mine. No, that's a really important reminder. <laughs> and I think we have to say this 1000 times over again, but please don't try to live up to anyone else's expectations in your life it would mm. never make you happy and it will never make them happy because yeah. that's not what fulfills them it's like an illusion we think that if yeah. they're happy they're going to be happy no they're going to be happy if they do what they want <laughs> and when they see you happy <laughs> you inspire them yeah we inspire each other when we live authentically and we do exactly what we want and how do you tackle that one? Like um, you said that people say it's easy for you. What do you say? Mm. What do you think? Hmm. I mean, it just shows. Well, for once, I do want to, people to think it's easy. So more people do what they want. <laughs> yeah. If it is, I mean, that is a wonderful gift to give anybody to think it's easy so they can actually do it. But what I don't really resonate with is, or actually it's always reflecting something in me. And when people say like, oh, it's easy for you, I can't do it. Then I also have to think like, where in my life do I think that? Mm. Where in my life do I look at someone and say, oh, it's easy for you. <laughs> yeah. I can't have that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I also always try to reflect it back at me. And... Um, I just really try to always do things from a level of heart and not ego and hopefully inspire people to do the same. Yeah. And I can't do any more than that. Like if I'm going to start worrying about people think of me, yeah, that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ship has sailed. I feel like we <laughs> stopped doing that maybe three years ago. Two yeah, years ago. It's, it's a bit boring. Yeah, it's um, very energy consuming and it doesn't yeah. take you anywhere but down. But again, like still, yesterday you had dad calling you and to some degree you do worry about him and what his... So we, yeah, like there's these small things where still have openings and let people come in and have opinions. Yeah, because if I didn't have something in me around that, it would, first of all, probably he wouldn't call me and tell me that. And if he would, it would just bounce off me. Yeah, you wouldn't mind. Because it's... If something bothers us, then it is a trigger, which means that there is something inside of us, an experience that we have or a belief that is bothered or poked on. Mm. So it's not about them. 
it's about us yeah and what we can rinse out basically yeah and lastly i just think that we have such an important point to make and that is for especially for entrepreneurs but really for everybody when you try to be abundant from a place of ego yeah it doesn't really really work you no. only get this like icky energy and people can feel when you're like um grasping grasping, even if they don't know it how can you explain it in an example being abundant from ego um you want to make money so that you can prove to people that you're worthy for example yeah or you you want to uh not share like you're you're not sharing Mm. um Or ultimately, what? as we have learned in Marianne Williamson's books, abundance is a reflection of our service to other people. Yeah. So if we can that service. switch it around from being focused on what we can get, we can see what we can give. Yes. And that feels That's what we so much always do whenever we feel like, Uh, we're not good enough we're like okay how can we give more <laughs> yeah it instantly takes you out of the ego but it's it's a bit hard because still you wanna like for me when it comes to abundance one of the uh, actually my limiting belief is like um i don't want <laughs> i don't really like selling for example yeah because this old way of selling is something i don't associate with that So I'm really trying to rewire my brain to think like, okay, but you're offering something really good. It's not like you're, you know what I mean? That's, that yeah. feeling is something I'm really working on. Oh, wow. um, and actually having the self-worth to receive hmm. and to open up and take in everything. <laughs> that is where I'm, I'm currently growing. Yeah. That is super, super important. And um, yeah, it's we have to try and see ourselves from the outside and see that our offerings are the service that we bring to the world and to see the value in it and to see how it changes people's life and to know that the more we sell of that, the better people can feel. Yeah. And that it's not about like we have to take ourselves and our personality out of the equation and be like, mm. okay, if I were someone else, if I looked at me, would I want me to sell more? Yes, I would. Mm. Oh, even just talking about it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. some uh, block there. I think especially being from Norway, you're not supposed to think you are anyone. Yeah. In, quote unquote, that's Jantelöven. Everyone mm. from Norway here knows it or the Nordics. Yeah. Um, and it's <laughs> that's one of the biggest limiting beliefs ever. Yeah. And people and yeah. I feel like people in Norway they would make fun of someone, try to kind of make it, especially if you go to uh, the US or Hollywood or something. That's like the <laughs> classic joke. So this is imprinted deep in our <laughs> DNA, but I'm not saying we can't get over it. And I think we have come quite far. Yeah. Um, but, 
it pops up and everyone from the Nordics, we should be extra aware of this because <laughs> we don't want to live that way. No, I agree fully. And yeah, so I think those who judge others for expressing themselves authentically or who like pick on others or laugh at others or whatever, those you feel like you're afraid of being criticized by, they have so many insecurities themselves or maybe massive dreams that they're not putting out there, which is why they would pick out and laugh at other people doing it <laughs> out there. Mm. Because if, I mean, that's their trigger, you know? So just do it and trigger people and just like, don't care about it because that's their thing. And maybe you're even helping them. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. And I think another belief that I've had a lot is like, if I, if my life is too good, if I'm not struggling enough, then I'm not worthy of money. <laughs> yeah. Basically the belief is like, I have to struggle f for money. Yeah. It, we have and to work hard. Yeah. And that's also so old. And uh, yeah, that's also something that I'm really aware of and really trying to, again, grow my self-worth there. Yeah. Like, and I think that's what it's all about. You know, from the age of zero to seven, we really are sponges and we don't have any filters and we take in everything. <laughs> yeah. And we can basically go back and um, try to remember and try to rewrite and be curious about ourselves and just know that we can create so much. Like mm. we really, we, we all are inherently limitless and abundant. So there's yeah. nothing we can't do. It's all about really, really being curious and like um, daring really. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, this so is also something... Yeah, this is also something we share so much in Radical Courage, the course, which is coming back. And Radical Courage, the ebook. Yeah, that's true. We, we share a money. lot of our money. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And I'm ready now to like really crack it to the next level. Mm. But I also was asking myself, why do I think that we need to earn that exact amount of money? Mm. Because we set ourselves a financial goal and I was like, is that necessary <laughs> or is it just to prove something? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so healthy to ask these questions. <laughs> but yeah, if you have any questions on money, send them in. Like we can talk more about it in another episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, we got them um, a lot before. I, I remember a lot of requests about talking about it. So this was yeah. a little start and how we kind of think about it now and um, before we, we go, be, be aware of how you talk about money is the first. Yeah. You can talk things into existence and our words are very powerful. So if we always say that we don't have enough or like we're poor or we can't afford it, if, if we can't afford it is our go-to sentence with regards yeah. to something we want to do, then we will never do it. No. Sorry to say, Good. but... You're, You're usually yourself. always right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you believe that you can't do something, you can't. If you believe that you can, you can. It's that simple. Yeah. Yes, really. Uh, not saying it's easy, but it's simple. Yes. So I agree. 
break down the limiting beliefs that you have, write them down, journal, question them, analyze them, pick them apart, see where they come from. You, probably from old times and um, yeah. read see, a bunch of I books mean, also. Yeah, and this is like a perfect example of what I'm saying because um, now I'm like, oh, I'm so excited because we're going to talk more about it in the course, but I don't yeah. want to sound like a seller. So it's really coming up now, but I'm just seeing like the people who were in the round one and what they've been able to create and do and the money and the yeah. abundance that have oh come. So that's the thing that makes me excited. And then that's why I want to create more. Yeah. But I have to, and um, yeah, it's just like, it's wild. It's wild. And all it takes is you. Yeah. <laughs> you do it all by yourself. Yeah. But you can also okay. do it together with us. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we have to go. Sit down and take out your journal and write a nourishment list. Mm. Basically a list that everything that makes you feel good and nourished and amazing. Yeah. And just doing that made me focus on it. And it made me feel so rich and abundant. And it made me feel like there's just so much good stuff to look forward to. And... It can only get better and better and better and better. <laughs> oh my God. Thanks for the reminder. And really good to see you, talk to you, connect. Same. Um, I miss you. You too. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for everyone who was listening. I hope you got something really juicy out of this. Um, yes. You probably feel lots of things with regards to money, whether you're triggered or annoyed right now or happy or inspired or um, all of that is really good because now you're going to start investigating and let's talk more about it soon. Yes. Bye. Bye. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i Fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.